Welcome to the Dharma Spring. So good morning, everyone. <laughs> How wonderful being here together, sinking into this ancient stream bed, this creek bed, these timeless waters flowing through it, among it, as it. It's really a delight and a pleasure to be doing this together. Yeah. <laughs> as I've been um, keeping company with our poem companion for this retreat, you know, in the time ahead of this, something has been coming forth that um, relates to how in this way of ours we're kind of known for not having a lot of direct here's how you do it. We're light on method or the method of no method, yeah? Not a lot of instructions and specific recipes of how to get it done. Um, and I see that because of, in every moment, in any moment, whatever we need is present, accessible and available in that which is meeting us and within us, which is called forth by that which comes to meet us, yeah. The words of great ancestor Ma come to mind. Um, the whole of your life is contained in the matter at hand, is present in the matter at hand, yeah, right here in this. And so, with that spirit, looking at and meeting this poem, I see there's a lot of uh, offerings here, um, advice, instruction, and encouragement that I'd like to bring forward as it's meeting me and share that um, to let it meet you as well and see what you discover. In that mutuality of something calling as it shows up and a response called forth from within. So it starts with the title of the poem, Old Creek. It's where we are, yeah? <laughs> Settled into this creek bed, this stream bed, here and now, with something ancient and present flowing through it. We're always in that place. We are always in the stream bed. We're always in that flow. And it's always in us. And here, in these days, coming to retreat, we get to meet it more intimately and deeply, perhaps. Get to know it a little more um, specifically. What a, what a, you know, a treat. <laughs> a rare opportunity to do such, to really sink into it and understand. Or just meet it and see what lights up, see what comes. And this 
the quality of this old creek is, you know, you, you lie down in the stream bed and it holds you. It supports you. You can just lie back. It's solid, little squishy. The sands and rocks may shift some, but you're not dropped out of it. And there's sides to it that hold and contain you and keep you. So you don't need to grab on and try to maintain yourself and your presence there. Just relax into that creek bed. It's, it's got you. <laughs> it's got all of us. Yeah. And you can also trust that which is flowing through it because that's what's created it. Yeah. Whatever has been flowing through it since long, long ago creating this stream bed for us, for you. Whether that long ago is ancestors of the distant past or ancestors of the recent past, including you yesterday, that you who came to this retreat with who you were, you are flowing through and creating this stream bed, and the you of this morning is doing the same. Moment by moment, you're creating the bed for you to be lying in, yeah? to be held by. You are that ancient flow and the present flow here and now. So there's some encouragement, a place to rest and a place to trust. This place, this old creek place, always here, always you. Then the first line of the poem, since before anyone remembers, I was wondering, well, When's that? <laughs> how, how long ago was that? And the first thing that came to mind was just, okay, let's go back to the beginning of recorded history when people started writing things down. It was here before that. Then I considered, before we were writing things down, we were telling stories about things, passing along orally what we knew. It was here before the stories. Yeah. We have songs and dances, too, that also conveyed it and spoke to it. Passed it along. It was here before the songs and dances. Then there was art, paintings on walls and things created of the earth, of our circumstances. A way of communicating, relating. It was here before that before language, before dance, before getting a hold of things, before the creation of things to, to express it, it was here. It's a long time ago, <laughs> way long ago. And it's nice that I can't pinpoint the when, of course, yeah. I can just see the how of all this time. Another aspect of before anyone remembers is you don't have to remember. You don't have to pinpoint it. You don't have to get a hold of it. Its existence does not depend upon you remembering it, knowing it, getting a hold of it, maintaining it. So you can relax those efforts. There's no reason to try. 
just lean into it. Yeah. I like that freedom from having to recall, how do I do this and what was the right thing and how did it feel when? Can I recreate that? It's like, no need. Release that. I cannot have my energy tied up in such pursuits because they're unnecessary. It, this ancient thing, doesn't ask for such. It offers itself freely. Then we have the next two lines. It has been clear, shining like silver. So the first, it has been clear. Clear in the sense of evident, abundant, right here. No need to look further. It's clear. And also clear in the sense of unobstructed, unhindered, open, free. That's part of its nature. And because it's shining like silver, we're also told it is of the nature of light. Light is its nature, the light of awakening, the light that awakens. And light, of course, isn't all shining. That's just one expression of light upon its vast spectrum. The spectrum of light includes dark, murkiness, you know, shadow. Those are forms of light. It also includes the bright and the shining and the muddled places in between, muddled and mottled. <laughs> um, but the essence, the thing to get from that is its nature is clear and of the light. Yeah. And because it is ours and it is you, your nature is clear and of the light. So the next lines of the poem, <clears throat> to me, are expressing, um, describing what it's like when some different forms of light come forward. We have the moonlight penetrating it. Well, that moonlight changes. Sometimes it's the full moonlight brightly not only penetrating the stream through to its bed, but also the forest that it's in and everything around, bright, bright, bright. But then the moon shifts, and sometimes it's just the, the half moon making its way through. The shadows are deeper. Sometimes it's a new moon. No light detected at all in the bright way, in the silver shining way, but still it's penetrating it in its newness, in its darkness and it's waiting to be unfurled and reaching back towards the brighter time. Then we have the light of wind blowing across and ruffling it, yeah. Sometimes a, a gale force steadily blowing. Other times intermittent, foom, 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 here. A ruffle, then a settling, a ruffle, then a settling. But that's another form of light, yeah. <laughs> And then it's not just the wind and the moonlight that come to penetrate it and ruffle it. It can also be snow and leaves and flower petals that fall onto its surface and uh, pass on by through clear waters or maybe those snowy waters with chunks of ice at the edges. 
dirt and mud get into it as well. Yeah. And then a variety of creatures come and maybe they just come to drink from it a little or bound joyfully through it as they cross the stream, splashing, 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 or maybe slowly trot along with their muddy feet, changing the color from clear to murky. Yeah? And these creatures, in addition to having names such as moon and wind and earth and tree, have names such as joy, delight, peace, sorrow, grief, pain, malaise. They all come and meet the creek in their own way, and when they do, their light penetrates it, they ruffle it, they splash through it, and whenever that's happening, the moonlight, when that's coming, the nature of the creek is more moonlight than anything else at those moments, more ruffle light when it's ruffled, more splash light than anything else when it's being splashed. And yet no trace of all the splashing and ruffling light remains and the essence of the creek is settled back into. So the essence remains intact regardless of the splashing and ruffling and light penetrating. But it's also this essence that is there to receive and welcome that which comes to meet it and is enlivened by it by all the creatures that come. So this dance between the deep, still essence of the creek and the dynamic life of the creature that comes to splash, to drink, to lay beside, to lie within, yeah. Like that, back and forth, again and again. And we find this right here, now, everything passing through, everything settling again. On and on, like this. So when it comes to this today, I would not dare to expound the secret of the stream bed. Well, how could you? <laughs> How could I? How is that possible? Yeah, that's one thing. It isn't possible to expound it. Maybe there's another uh, relief. Ah, it isn't possible, so don't expend your energy doing so. <laughs> you can release that. Nothing to capture there. Nothing to get a hold of. <clears throat> another aspect of it is when I do expound the secret. It's no longer a secret, yeah? But that which I expound is not that which continues on as the secret. I notice that. So I may expound it, but it doesn't diminish it. It, the deep secret, continues on. I also looked up the etymology of secret being curious. 
and it said something that is held apart, separated, hidden. And that makes sense in the usual way. When I'm keeping a secret, I'm holding it apart. I'm not letting it out to others, yeah? But to me, it seems a paradox when it comes to the secret of the stream bed because it's not hidden at all. It is not separated. It is not somewhere else. It's abundantly here. So to expound the secret would be to try to separate it. Yeah. To reveal the secret would be that hiding it away in a way. <laughs> so I like that paradox. The open, abundant, perfectly clear and shining secret right here. <laughs> so I find the invitation from that place to just lie down in the stream and listen. And that invitation is uh, enhanced by knowing that there's a blue dragon coiled there. Yeah. <laughs> so I get to lie down in the stream onto the bed. When I hear that there's a blue dragon coiled there, sometimes it's like a shiver up the spine and the hairs in the back of my neck tingle and stand up a bit. Other times it's a, oh yeah, well, of course. <laughs> Where else? And what else? Yeah. But the important thing, the essential thing, seems to be getting in there and lying down. And I've done that even before being told there's a blue dragon there. And that's why that, oh yeah, of course, can come forward, because I know the experience of being there and feeling the movement of something. Maybe it's just the heartbeat of that dragon, boom, 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 that I know, or the wriggling of it. And in the flow of the waters that go over me, well, that's the dragon too, yeah. I can feel it, and I can hear it, listening to the murmurings and the babblings and the rah, rah, what is the dragon saying, yeah. What secret is it secreting? <laughs> you may know this as well. I trust that you do. This experience isn't foreign to you. Maybe you didn't have the word blue dragon before, but you had the experience. You have the experience. You are the experience. Sometimes listening to the murmurings or feeling the movement of the dragon breathing and its heart beating, you realize it's your chest and your belly that are filling up and then emptying. And the noise is coming from your throat and your mouth. Yeah. And you realize, oh, blue dragon. Yeah. <laughs> And yet still, sometimes you're surprised when you reach out for your teacup to find a scaly paw shimmering with those long claws that almost knocked the teacup over. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes you're not surprised at all. It's like, well, of course. This blue dragon, me, here. No surprise. Either way, just 
take care with those big claws when you need to scratch your nose. Yeah. <laughs> So whether it's a single blue dragon there upon which we're all resting and getting to know in our own ways, or the multitude of blue dragons resting in the same stream, the all of us together, let us rest deeply, sweetly, be held, be carried, and listen to see and discover what comes. And notice how it's enough, always. And just right, this old creek. Clear, shining, and alive, vividly. Here and now, with all of us as each of us. Thank you for listening. For more about Andrew Palmer and his teachings, please visit bowandroar.com and look for him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.